Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Flame Podcast Network. We're doing the RPG a Day 2017. So we have August the 6th. I love this question. You can game every day of a week. Describe what you do. Well, that would be my dream life for one. <laughs> Pretty much, I would have to say I'd be running a different game every day, but that would be insane. Probably resting on Sunday at least. So what would you guys answer? No, it'd be wow on Sunday when you're not designing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could. You, you have your, like, couple D&D days, then you have your Scion game and your Star Wars day and your Dresden day and your, you know, I mean, yeah. Like, or, awesome. or, you know, some type of fate, you know, some type of, you know, yeah. storytelling dice, some type of old school D20. Fate Friday. <laughs> Sunday Star Wars or Saturday Sunday Star Wars or Scion Sunday. Scion Sunday because that that's actually that's really impressive. Yeah, I love that. So Star Wars Saturdays, Scion Sundays. Yeah. What would be Monday? Would that be your day? Or the uh, Wednesday World of Warcraft is your day of rest. <laughs> or Wednesday, or Wednesday, White Wednesday World. Wednesday, Wednesday White, White Wolf. Wolf. Ooh, that's a good one. Monday MMORPG. Monday World of Dew. Uh-huh. Oh, I was thinking of that. World of Dew is fun. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things. And then uh, what would Tuesday be? Tuesday um, Through the Rift? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not a big Rift fan. You know well, what that. would you want for Tuesday? Well, well yeah, we, we have, have to have the DVD. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. TSR. Not AL uh-huh. Tuesdays? <laughs> you could have D&D on TNT Tuesday and Thursday. D&D should get two days. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the it granddaddy. The, the harbinger of gaming uh-huh. doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it doesn't have to be the same D&D game. You know? no, no, you could right. have like, you know, D&D 5th one. edition, yeah. D&D Ladies Nights of Adventure, yeah. you know. That's Thursday night. So that totally. would be great. Theme the days of the week to the games that you play. Yeah. And then of course podcast them because with that many games it would be amazingly hard to keep track of what's oh going my God. on. Be you wouldn't sleep. Or Twitter or Twitch, because that way you could just watch the video live. Yeah. <laughs> so that way before the next week, the night before you're watching the, the, the three, four hour video. In your spare time when you're not preparing for the game that you played that night. And in a perfect world, you wouldn't be GMing every game. But, right. No. Yeah. You take turns. You have to find a... And a group of seven, one player take... One one person takes a day. Yep. That that would be great. That would... Yeah. We've got six of us here. So what I'm hearing is we need to make this a plan and take one day of rest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometime we should do this for a week. We should, like... Take a week and go um, balls to the wall or, you know, dice to the wall and, <laughs> like, really tackle doing one of these games every day for a week just for fancy. That would be cool. And like, it, and like any good party that succeeds at mass grand adventures, you have to be prepared. So when we finally do head looking for group home, this will be a thing. Yeah! yeah. Nice. That's right. I have to make that happen. I, that's something yeah. that needs to put the works into. Yes. Especially now that I work in, in the, you know, healthcare industry. <laughs> well, hopefully we all have at least, like, 30 to 40 years before we have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, what it is is we're going to create these this uh, group home for 
you know, elderly gamers, mm -hmm. um, because by the time we're all like ready to retire and stuff, not that we're ever going to really retire. <laughs> yeah, that's um, retirement. It's like yeah. this way we're just going to all find a big old house, or, <laughs> you know, or some other that we can all share together, so we can do this and we can have. The board game room, you can have the role the playing role playing room and you can have the the of course you have to have the, the computer room. room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And red eyes to conventions. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the bus with all the little blue hair gamers. Oh uh -huh. my god. And we wouldn't have to worry about errands or anything because in thirty years from now, Amazon's just gonna run all the delivery services ever. So right. we just airdrop all our We can have you know, octogenarian cosplay. <laughs> yes! Yes! Because, you know, we'll all still be doing it then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I could totally see, see, see that. See, now we've taken RPG Day and brought two awesome ideas out there. The Gaming Marathon Week. Yeah, I really want to do that. that that's yeah. actually a yes, great idea. Should. Even if it's only like two hours. You know, I'm gaming. available New Year's Week. Yeah, we should just, just or rather the week before New Year's. <laughs> you know, we we should definitely schedule a time, and then we should just do one shot. So mm -hmm. we plan yeah. them to be like, short, like the yeah. day after Christmas to New Year's. As I always joke with everyone with the one shots, play it balls to the walls because your character's not going to be here tomorrow. Don't be afraid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they might jump off. Should we plan this before convention season? Uh, well, that's it why. is convention season, just about for me. True. Um, my first convention appearance is at the end of September. And what convention is that? I'll be um, appearing at the Grand Canadian Steampunk Exposition in Canada. Woo um, for those of you who are in the uh, eastern <laughs> part of Canada, I will be near Niagara. Um, Beautiful country. Yeah, it's gorgeous, and the convention is really delightful. Um, we had people from all over Canada, but lots of folks in from Toronto, and a few um, people from the United States up Buffalo. from, like, yeah, Buffalo and Albany, you know, New England. Um, but it was it was fantastic, and I'm really excited to be back. And I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could transport everyone there because. <laughs> The people who run this convention are so sweet and friendly, and Canadian. they are—they <laughs> are very Canadian. They are very polite, but they also—that nobody, nobody talks like a Newfie, um, unless they're from Newfoundland. But um, they—they they did drive me around in a golf cart part of the time. And that awesome! Was pretty righteous, actually. That's the right treatment. And there was a great green room. This is all like the behind the scenes stuff. As a performer, you're like, the green room was the bomb diggity. <laughs> but the, the panels were also great. And the, the people attending the convention were so friendly and just like very creative. And she got to be Professor Elemental. I got to have dinner with Professor Elemental and a few of the other like it was after the oh con, my gosh. and those of us who've been performing and working the con all went out to this great old pub that had been there for several hundred years. And uh, we had, I mean, I had cider. Some people had other kinds of pints. I had fish and chips, as you do. It was delightful. And uh, Professor Elemental is um, a very charming chap. He's awesome. But, but I knew that already, so. Yes, yeah. 
Okay, so we've now turned the, the challenge to a challenge to ourselves. We're going to have to like yeah. check the books and see when we can yes. run. Yeah. Because yeah. I am all for this idea. So and everybody great. think of the game you'd like to run. Yes. Mm. You each have to come I've up with your I've never run a game. Hey, no. there's nothing wrong with running your first game. This is, a, a, this is a really solid way to run a game for the mm -hmm. first time because you're just going to be doing a one-shot. You could do mm -hmm. a pre-generated campaign. Um, you have experienced friends, so you can tell them yeah. you have to make your characters, or you could just be like, "I'm bringing characters; these are what you're playing." Mm -hmm. Which, for one shots, is not is not all that bad. No? Yeah. You make a make up a party that would fit the scenario, and that way you're intimately aware of what they can do, um, and also the shenanigans they could possibly get into. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like to do a D and D fifth edition. Oh. Uh oh, we, are start, we now discussing this? She's well, calling dibs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working. You know, percolating. Well, I'm gonna call White Wolf unless I get to like squeeze yeah. Unhallowed Metropolis in there, but it Which, doesn't really follow our theme. So, well, you yeah, know, you can go with either or. Which, which would you prefer? We're now jumping outside the box. Do you all? want to go on a White Wolf gothy adventure with me? Or would you like to go on a steampunk post-apocalyptic gothy adventure into the um, shadows of uh, Victorian London after a zombie apocalypse? Ladder. Yeah, steampunk... Um... And mind you, the Unhealthy Metropolis has got really cool artwork. It does the have really cool The book has artwork. really cool art. Of course, it's like a huge book, right? The, the there are two. Book. Yeah. Two largest books. I only have the PDF, but it's, like it's steampunk post-apocalyptic zombie. Yeah. If you're wealthy, you hire people to babysit your dead relatives to make sure they stay that way. That's true. Um, in the game. Duncan yeah. gave me all the stories. That's because I made him play that game. Yeah. And, and, and he had nothing but amazing things to say. Totally oh, have the whole... Really? We used to have debriefings at work all the time. He'd ask me about my games. I'd ask him about his games. This was this is what we would do. We would game talk at work. <laughs> I didn't know he liked my games. He likes your games. <laughs> well, you know, Duncan's difficult for feedback. Yeah, no, he's very quiet. He's very stoic. Yeah. He is super stoic. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to run you all through Unhallowed Metropolis, and I'll probably pre-gen characters for you. Yeah, I think all everybody should pre-gen. Should make life easier. So I'll go with Blades in the Dark. Would you like to all play in a semi-Victorian city surrounded by apocalypse in a, a city surrounded by a lightning fence generated by demon blood? Would you like to play a bunch of rogues who are in your own guild? Yes. That sounds rad. And of course you can yeah. choose to be like ghost hunters or assassins or thieves. You, know, you, you actually pick your guild, what your guild shtick is, and then you pick your characters. Well, you'd have to pick because I think that we should decide that it's going to be pre gens And it well, uses mostly the apocalypse engine, so your character sheet's like two sheets. You just X things. If you help me, I'll do a Scion one. Okay. Scion's always a good one. Because you, know you know the game mechanic really well. Mm -hmm. And, and then you have a bunch of storytelling people throw lots the of dice, stunts. The dice, the dice. Mm -hmm. That's why I have so many details. Yes. I know. Because again, it goes back to White Wolf's awesomeness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we're mm -hmm. gonna look at the guys. I probably have to run D and D too because I only know really know that in GURPS. Hey. GURPS is a nightmare. GURPS <laughs> is like riffs and polaris. It's super crunchy and takes four hours to make your first character. Yeah. If you're yeah. lucky. 
Yeah. Yes. Isn't that the one where you can die during character creation? No, no, no. That's Dungeon Crawl Classics. Okay. Oh, there is. That's a... the one where there's the funnel where you start with like five characters, and which peasant survives at the end becomes your character. You know, we never played his Tucson-based uh, Gamma World. No, no. You, I played it at the convention. I had a blast mm-hmm. there. I would so play that game with Mutant Year Zero instead of Gamma World because Mutant Year Zero is so much more fun okay. because you play the community. That's a good question. You, you I, just I, added I, levels because there's now five five different versions. Well, I don't think anyone's going back to the first two. Yeah, you know? No. You mean the fact that you usually die in the first encounter if you don't play it? What? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous stuff like that. Timmy the Stone Dirt kills your mate. Well, plus <laughs> it's a little bit harder to get the resources to play mm-hmm. um, first and second edition now. Uh, I'd probably like to stick with the fifth, but I do have a manual for fourth. <laughs> Yay! I like fourth and fifth edition. Everyone knows me and Jocelyn love fourth edition. <laughs> I liked as, it. As, yeah, I as, did. As a tabletop wargaming game, it was the maze balls because you had cool things. You, action was always happening. It's just it was an hour of fight. But then again, most RPGs are. Yeah, like that's how that rolls. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I when I time manage my games, it's an hour of fight and then three good fights and some role playing. That sounds fun. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I get a lot of grief for it, but I do like Pathfinder a lot, so. We still love you. Yes. <laughs> it's still d d it's just d d from a different point of view. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played, I played awesome. Starfinder briefly, uh, just the, uh, oh, yeah, battle the, camp the at the American Library Association. Pathfinder was there, and they had these uh, one-offs, and basically it was just um, the star battle, mm-hmm. you know, so you could pretty much, just with the hexagons and stuff like that, so we didn't actually play Starfinder, just that that inner ga- the the game within a game, and that was fun. That's just remember, you will never crit again with Pathfinder. Yeah. I'm fine. You must, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, look, I rolled it natural 20. Roll it again. Uh, Fuck uh, that shit. <laughs> That's the lamest shit. That's it my is. number one thing I hate about Pathfinder. Because you don't crit. Yeah. Oh, I rolled a 20. Okay, that's nice. Roll it again. Crit that. You have to check your crits. You have to crit twice in order to get a crit. It's dumb. (laughs) I hate that roll so much. Don't forget, we still have to do a Star Wars game, too. Yes, we do. But but there's no extra person around Star Wars. All right, well then I will take Star Wars then. You don't have to take Star Wars. Sorry, Sorry, I had a little idea. Oh. For what, Star Wars? No, for D&D. Oh, well, then, like, the, then we had two D&Ds, D&Ds of Pathfinder, Unheld Metropolis, Scion, and Blades in the Dark. Woo-woo. This is a plan, then we take one day of rest. And one day to rest, or one day to eat a lot of motherfucking sushi. Yeah! <laughs> booyah! Oh, just as I say booyah, I roll a natural 20. You better check that 20. You could simply play with the deadlier rules that eliminates the confirm your crits. However, there will be villains that can do the same thing. Let's well, usually on seventeens. Oh. Because on in, in Pathfinder, your crit it's range increases. It's a range. It's not just, yeah. it's not just it's like eighteen to twenty. Yeah, because and, and well, depending on your like feats super weapons. And your Most weapons and... only crit on twenty. Mm-hmm. Some have expanded ranges. There's only one weapon I'm aware of that goes to 17 and then you can like enhance that range too so 
ridiculousness. Yeah. Are you planning on having a lot of villains with enhanced weapons? <laughs> typically, yeah, those, those weapons don't do like a, a massive amount of damage on a crit. It's just times two, right? Let's just but there have are more other deadly. weapons that do times three on crit and times four. So it's it, you, you weigh your options. The ones that do more damage don't do it as often. Okay. And we'll call it Seven Critting Samurai. Thanks for the idea. Actually, that's not a bad name. As soon as you said seven, I'm thinking like, yeah, like all executioner NPCs. The seven deadly crits? (laughs) (laughs) A pagoda of seven deadly levels. So, it's good that you are recording this because we'll probably never remember all these details. Oh, I I will so be blasting the Facebook group with the, here is your assignments. Oh, good. I haven't gotten to run Unhallowed Metropolis since the last Conrad Con. Ooh. Oh, still sad we missed the last Conrad Con. Yeah, the one before that. The last Conrad Con I attended since the last one was when we were on a boat. The first one I attended. It was great. It was good. It was really fun. Actually, I didn't run Unhallowed Metropolis. You ran the Firefly game. The I ran... The Firefly. Yeah, I did, uh, like, Victoriana, and I had everybody do, like, um... A steampunk smash up with uh, Firefly, and Duncan had never seen either Firefly <laughs> or Serenity. And was he playing River? He was playing, uh, yeah, he was playing River. <laughs> I got to play Jane. Oh, you! I could see you as Jane. It was perfect, and, and it was great too, because uh, just like every time I got to punch the doctor. So <laughs> that became it, a thing. It was actually kind of perfect that Duncan didn't know the River character because he was just as random and off base and like kind of crazy as she was. Because <laughs> he did not know any of the references and he mm-hmm. was kind of doing his own thing. And we're all like, it was perfect because it was just like River Tam would be playing her yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. And then at one point we had this thing where our group split up, where the Zoe, Jane, and Captain went off, and the other group were doing their shenanigans. Our ship disappeared. You lost your ship. Yeah. So at one point, I every the captain and Zoe failed their perception roll. Yeah. I succeeded my perception roll. Yeah. Now we're in, we're in the Persian Empire area, uh, sort of North Africa. Yeah. And there's these towers where you tether your airship. So pretty much the ending crescendo of the episode was me looking back, rolling amazing on my perception, going, "Didn't we park our ship there?" <laughs> <laughs> and they just look at where the ship isn't. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an excellent example of a game that goes completely counter to plan. And everything I had prepared for that session, they blew out of the water within the first 10 minutes of gaming. Mm-hmm. And we're completely off book. And I was like, well, fuck that outline. I guess we're going to just improv this shit and see how it goes. Oh, yeah. And I had the doctor on my shoulder because he got arrested early on. And I did this whole, since I was the only one that was native to the area looking. I basically kept saying he got my my sister pregnant. That's why the prisoners, the prison guards let me take him as I punched oh, him yeah. and was taking him back to my tribe. To marry his sister. Because right. that's law. Teaches, yeah. yeah. So, you bad boy. So so that's the thing that you gotta keep in mind, Carrie. There's there's the plan you plan for, there's the contingency plan you plan for, and then there's what the players fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no every no time. battle plan survives first contact with mm-hmm. the enemy. Yeah, Which, in this case, your players. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why is it best GM advice you can have is have, like, uh, Ari Salvatore, when he wrote, writes his book, he writes scenes, and then he writes the book around the scenes. So as a GM, come up with encounters that you have access to in the back of your head, and then you can throw them as needed into the group. 
That's one of the best advices. That way, when random crap happens, like if you ever play Star Wars with the narrative dice, the oh, dice yes. make all That's kinds nice. of weird crap happen. It's like, and triumph, this happens, and we just skip the whole adventure. And what's the new thing that's happened? <laughs> or, oh my god, it's despair, and the Empire just took everybody out. Now you're shipless. You know, it's that scene where you're running to that ship, and the ship explodes. Yeah. These things happen, but you know, just have mm-hmm. random things you can throw out there to just fill in time. I mean, to give them a full fleshed out adventure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh oh, it's Jazz. Oh, I was gonna say, are you look? Are you? Well, I missed. These? I missed something. Crib um, when you hit level three, should have had two mana magics instead of one. Oh no. Yes, we need Crib to have much more power. Yes. Because we're <laughs> yeah. level five. Just keep the book out, love. You're gonna use it. And you can, I can share this yeah. space. And there's this chair right behind you. This big too. chair. I mean, it's so big. Yeah, look at those. It's yeah, it's interesting. Swing. This table is larger, but we actually still have room. Mm-hmm. I know. And remember, if you're going to Tucson Comic Con, bring your teapot racer, because there will be teapot racing. Well, fingers crossed, uh-huh. there will be teapot racing. I'm in discussions with the convention to do teapot racing. Woo-hoo. And um, I... And pushing hard, and Jim, I think they've talked to you about mm-hmm. it too. And um, so, if you would like to see Teapot Racing at Tucson Comic Con, uh, please contact the convention and tell them how much you would like to see it. Because that would be awesome. That that's but the best. We would best. say thank you for doing that because that's yeah. that's how conventions find out what they want versus what they 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 need. Yeah, and I can tell them all I want that it's an awesome, mm-hmm. fun, fantastic thing. But I'm running it, and so I'm a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> and teapot racers are not difficult to make. You can just put a teapot on a race car, and you, you bring an RC car and do it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a real teapot. Real teapot. You can make it out of anything. Yeah, like our first one was just the cardboard teapot. That's right. Now I have to make a new teapot racer. Yes, and the uh, um, unfortunately, the my, our last teapot racer, the Oolong ship, has sunk. It, felt oh, it was adorable. Freya gave it a funeral. Yes. Oh. So um, have you set it on fire? No, but uh, no, um, really good. But I Isn't have plans for a new it's, no, it's one. The, it's the floral foam. It's even huh? more toxic. Oh, good. No, just wear a gas mask if you're gonna set that on fire. You know, we'll no. put a bucket of water. Put it in the bucket of water and light it on fire from a safe distance. No. Yeah, that's no. why we have the GoPro. It sinks. Yeah. So yes, the Oolong ship. Will live in infamy mm-hmm. or fame. Yeah. Yes. We it's, still have the the photo of you, video of you at uh, Gaslight Gaslight Expo, and I use that photo frequently in because um, <laughs> I love yes. the helmet. Yes, the helmet with my full-on pink and blue Victorian pistol penny ensemble. It's beautiful. <laughs> it really was beautiful. Alrighty, guys. Sorry, we went off on a little bit of a tangent, but we had some amazing ideas. We we now have. What are we going to do on Facebook Live? That game marathon? Or? I think we should probably. Should we like, we totally could. Each yeah. day of that. Because we, we have the stores, you know, Wi-Fi. We can inject the camera into that. So that way it's running even clearer so than the usual we, Wi-Fi signal. What we would have to do is we have to make sure that they could host us for a week. That's true. In this room. We'd have to go up to Mark and say, hey, Mark, you know, you say you want us to come back to the store more. We want to come back six days in a row. We have a project, a special yes. media blitz project. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and if we, if we maybe in advance, yeah. maybe 
nothing. And these are great selections of games we picked, too. A lot of new stuff, a lot of old stuff, a lot of classic stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. and if necessary, I can always switch to Star Wars if we do want to switch it up a bit. I can see you doing an old droid game. <laughs> no. You almost play our units that whistle. No. Nope. No. I mean, I love them, but I don't want to play one. <laughs> no. We all have dry erase boards. We all whistle and hold up our lines. <laughs> Since Rogue One, who doesn't want to play K2SO? Uh, okay, has scenes that I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody could play K2SO. Somebody could play the assassin droid from uh, KOTOR. One, a person can play. We could just do a total droid. Like one could be BB-8, one could be R2, one could be C3. What have I done? <laughs> I think she might be changing her idea. And you could call it, these are the droids you're looking for. <laughs> so that's a possibility. We need more booze, though. Yeah. Well, I was like, would he let us have booze on site? If not, we can always do it at your place on the yes, Wednesday. Yes, that could be no, if drunken gaming session. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. That is a boop, 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 boop. Good place to wrap it up there. <laughs> wow, that RPG day went crazy. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it, exactly. It's an amazing idea. I mean, I think it's brilliant. Mega Mini Gamer Rama Con. Mega That's the name. Mega Mini Mega Gamer Hi, this is Kelly, aka Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.